We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from the Saturday Telegraph. Gladys Berejiklian's announced a final list of measures plunging New South Wales into its harshest ever COVID crackdown. In a sweeping new offensive in the war against the virus, Sydney will remain locked down for at least a further month. Masks are mandatory across the state. Police have been given new compliance powers and high-risk workers face compulsory vaccinations. Hardware stores and garden centres, including Bunnings, are ordered to close their doors in the LGAs of concern and a strict 9pm to 5am curfew will be imposed in the 12 hotspot LGAs in a last-ditch bid to stop the virus ripping through families. And to read more, you can at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at your app store. The United Nations Security Council is prepared to recognise the Taliban as the legitimate government of Afghanistan if it can work out who it is there to liaise with. The move comes as Prime Minister Scott Morrison revealed further citizens and Afghan visa holders had been evacuated, bringing the total to 162 people. More flights are underway, but he's ruled out the ADF performing any mercy missions to collect stragglers, saying security outside the airport precinct remained unstable and only those in the compound were being considered for airlift. The Taliban reaffirmed yesterday it wants to have a permanent international relationship and legitimise their rule once airlifts are completed. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. A meditation guru romantically linked to TV personality Deborah Hutton could apply to have some of his charges over an alleged home invasion dealt with under the Mental Health Act. Andrew Marsh was listed to have a hearing at Waverley Local Court on Friday when prosecutors told Magistrate Carolyn Huntsman the case against him could be resolved following negotiations with his legal team. Police charged Marsh with choking and two counts of common assault after he allegedly broke into a Bondi property last December. December, when two people, both known to him, were home. And in sport, IOC member John Coates has given his first interview since the Olympic flame was extinguished. Australia's most powerful and influential sporting official speaks about the deafening calls to cancel the Tokyo Games as he hurtled towards delivering the global spectacle that everyone else thought was doomed. Critics included the Japanese public, politicians, medical experts, even colleagues from the International Olympic Committee. But unfazed under pressure, Coates didn't flinch from his belief that the games would proceed safely and successfully. That's your headlines. For breaking news and updates throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au and we'll have another update for you tomorrow. Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. 
The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.